Here's part three of my interview with Eric Battle. Who was, you know, one of the richest African kings in history, in the world. And there's all these people, black and white, who don't know anything about him. And it's, it's been interesting watching people read that story and go, you made this up? It's, no. And then when they go to do the research, oh, my God, holy smokes, and blah, 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 you know, other expletives, you know, that come out. And, and just to, to, again, show this uh, in, in that light, uh, going back to the second major story uh, I did of Blackjack, a graphic novel I call Blood and Honor, um, we originally started doing it as a two-page, I'm sorry, as a two-issue. We were originally going to do four issues, but we'd done the first two issues of four of Blood and Honor. And I was at a, I believe it was in Chicago or somewhere around there, was at a Comic-Con, and I was doing a panel. So my friend, Chris Ryan, was manning the table while I was away. And when I came back to the table, he was standing there talking to uh, this gentleman. You know, at that point, I would say the gentleman was maybe in his late 50s or, or mid-60s, something like that. Nicely dressed, well-dressed, shirt, tie, that whole bit. And was quite eloquent. And he proceeded to start to tell me uh, he'd been following my work, and I'm thinking, okay, so he's been reading Blackjack, and maybe he's seen a couple of Scooby-Doo stories that I wrote for DC. And then he pulls out, you know, in his commentary, he pulls out knowledge of other things that I'd written, including a Sherlock Holmes play, Sherlock Holmes play with a, a black protagonist in that, uh, who was also a historical figure. And I went, oh, God, this guy actually does know my work. So he, he then, and I've told this story in a couple of other interviews, so people, if you've heard it before, just, you know, sit for a moment. Um, but he proceeded to tell me his history. And, and to make it short, he said that as a child, he lived during the time of World War II, and he saw the Japanese, be, Japanese Americans being interned in, in the camps and all that. And then he, he grew up, and he went to college, and he got a great education. He became a journalist, and that was his career. And when he retired from that, he, did, uh, he was a professor. And, and he's telling me all this stuff. And I, you know, I'm, I'm listening. You know, it's not just politely. I'm listening. I know he's telling me this for a reason, but I can't imagine why. And he finally reaches the, the, the end of it, and he says, you know, and with all of that, it never occurred to me that there had been Japanese opposed to World War II until I read Blackjack, Blood, and Honor. Mm. And I went, holy smokes, right? I mean, that, that hit me in the chest, prideful, but it hit me in the chest because, yeah, he had just laid out, this was not a man who'd sat around his house for 50 years. You know, this is not a man who only read one newspaper a week. This is a man who had had not only a college education, but also had been a journalist, subsequently trained to look for information and to share it. And he then said, as I'm reacting to all this, he then said, it I had no idea, or this just goes to show how strong the propaganda was. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and so this is a white man standing there telling me this all those years ago. So we never know the impact of the work that we do when we try to tell a truth. You know, whether we present it as an absolute straight-on factual document or presentation, or we, 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 we surround that, or we, we, we put fiction in a place where we can fill that fiction with actual facts as well and let that truth come out just enough to get people curious. However we present it, when you tell it, hopefully in the right way, in an honest way, in a genuine way, you have no idea who's going to see it and what effect it's going to have. So subsequently, you should just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just yeah. do it. Put it out there, you know, and, and try and believe that just the act of doing that 
is enough because then if you are fortunate enough to meet with people who it did impact in a positive way then you can feel even better about it you know so I think you know a lot of what I know you've done independently and the kind of you know the, the way you walk the walk and talk the talk uh, has been a support for me because I think you know it's it's been an up and down ride for me with blackjack in terms of you know getting it out there uh, acceptance rejection whatever uh, to know that I walk with good people and that you know some of my work is appreciated by them it has been a, a big help so I, you know I want to thank you for that and your time and, and your friendship you know throughout the oh, years as well you. Uh, shucks man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Really, it's it's been good, and it's always good. We only, folks, we only get to see Eric once in a blue moon. Literally, I think I, you know, since he moved from New York to his hometown, I I usually only get to see him in the spring of each year, and sometimes not for that long, maybe for like a few minutes here and there. But it's always good to talk to you, man, and you know, hopefully we can do this more often. Uh, yeah. You know, because I ain't getting any younger. I'll just put it out there like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we got we got tons of stuff to do and miles to go, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> but you know, and, and you know, again, like you know, over over the years, you know, I'm glad that that uh, again, I appreciate and I'm thankful for your friendship, and you know, it's it's always been encouraging to see how how far you've taken uh, the blackjack uh, stories, and again, the the world that you've built around the character um and again it's 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 inspiring um and you know it's just like i'm i'm just really grateful and thankful that we're we're making this stuff happen you know mm. it, you know it, it, it's, you know it sometimes the progress seems slow but you know but it's still it's still it's still happening you know, it's you it's. Know. I hear you, and and hey, thank you. Uh, you know, again, we're gonna we're gonna get mushy here, folks. You know, this just I love this guy. <laughs> you know, and it, it is it is mutual. It is, and you know, too bad. Okay, so there. But the the other thing too is, um, even even you know, I, I've been traveling quite a bit, as you may know, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to the kid in me who wanted to see the world. You know, well, he had to wait a while, but. You know, I've been to Helsinki, and I've been to Russia, and I've been to uh, the Netherlands, and I've been to several other countries, and, and doing master classes and writing, and going to conventions and meeting people, and, and, and finding them not only appreciating my work with Archie and Scooby and all that, and Batman, but also finding the fans who really love Blackjack and love that. And, and so the desire to create something that was universal has been definitely satiated. But one of the things that I also find interesting is is you know you were saying earlier about people starting to believe the nonsense or believe mm -hmm. that the limitations are real you know even though it's it, they're a lie or a whisper and so some of this stuff that had been said to me even when i was a kid about where i would and wouldn't be able to go you know when i'm standing in front of an audience of people who don't speak english right i'm in their country you know and i don't speak their language so I'm sharing my stories with them, and I'm sharing my knowledge as a writer with them through an interpreter, and they get it, and they're listening, and then they come up and they ask me questions, you know, either in broken English or you know, through an interpreter as well, and they're eager to hear and share what I have to say. 
I don't know if somewhere in the back of their head they're going, oh, he doesn't need copper tones, <clears throat> you know. But I do know that they're standing there going, what this man has to say is of value. I can learn from him. And that is a message I send back to anybody listening to this. You know, black or white, the bottom line is if you have something valuable to offer to better the world around you, don't be afraid to share it. You know, yeah. and don't listen to whispers and naysayers and all of that because, you know, even if they love you and they think they're doing it for your best interest, nobody really knows what you can accomplish. You know, they, you know, my mother, who I often speak about when I do these presentations, I always start out by saying the fact that she didn't crush my dream. She didn't crush my curiosity. Mm -hmm. And she supported it. She made sure I took care of, you know, what had to be taken care of. And I was a, what she considered a respectful, you know, decent child. But she never once said to me, because we are this, because we are poor, because we are black, because we don't live in a great neighborhood, you are not worth anything. You will never achieve such and such. She never said that. And that one lesson has stood me well for all these years. And I'm only sorry she didn't live long enough to see some of these things because she is absolutely the main platform on which I can stand tall anywhere I go. Right. And so I think we, you know, we just need to keep telling that truth as best we can through whatever medium we choose and let it do its work. Whew, wow. Okay. So I thought we were just going to talk about blackjack, you know. <laughs> I get all emotional and everything. <laughs> Uh, okay, brother, it's really great talking to you, man, and I really, likewise, really likewise. appreciate the time. I'm going to let you go because I know you're, you're probably shackled to a drawing board somewhere because I don't, I don't think you ever leave the drawing board, you know. Uh, you know, again, it's like got a, I'm juggling a couple of different things, and um, I'm going to be, when, when I get a, get the chance to announce some of them, it's like you will see me like jumping for joy. And, oh, yeah. Well, uh, let me know when because I'll put you on. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ryan and I do, you know, tell the damn story. And I definitely want to use a segment of this on that. But, you know, you let us know when something's jumping out and we'll we'll pull you on and you can talk your heart out about it. Excellent. I, I look forward to it. Oh, let me tell you something very quickly. You probably mm -hmm. may or may not have heard about this. Um, uh there's an organization in Africa called the Africa Cartooning Center. And they've been in existence sort of behind the curtain for about eight years or so. But they finally have stepped forward in front. They're trying to unite uh, African comic artists to help them get their uh, world together. And, you know, to, um, to, you know, there's not really an infrastructure in Africa for publishing comics and that sort of thing. Okay. So, they're doing this, and one of the things that they're doing is they are—they uh, have a, a, a poster competition that they just launched mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, uh, black and white or color. It's to get together poster designs and pick a, a winner. It's an anti-drug poster that they're looking for. Something that either says that um, you know, obviously drugs are bad, you know, and, and detrimental, or something that says. Once you kick this, or if you don't get into this, this is what you can accomplish. So they're okay. looking. They're looking for uh, a single illustration from artists anywhere on the planet uh, about this. I can send you some information on it. 
but they would love to, you know, they've reached out to me. They've actually done a silly thing and made me, a, uh, they voted me onto their board of directors, uh, board of advisors, <laughs> you know, Lord help them, because <laughs> now I'm going to actually try and help them. Uh, but, you know, they're worthwhile gentlemen, and um, I, I'm putting the word out as best I can. So if, if you've got an illustration that you think would be suitable for this, as I said, I'm going to send you the information. Uh, yeah, I think they would definitely, you know, uh, love to see that. But I'll send okay. you that by email. All right, excellent. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of this, this organization, but yeah, send, send whatever information that you can. Uh, yeah, that'd be great, greatly you, helpful. You got it. Okay, brother, again, you take care, and hopefully I'll see you a much sooner than April yes. of next year. <laughs> yes. Okay, Very man. Will. You take care, Have man. Have a great weekend. You too. All right, now. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.